fight about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs to the phone Dreaming of a better home We want focused on trying to hone This craft Witchcraft I hope the brujas Let this last That was great sounds of Watson with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. Is in the building, EZ Blues. You are better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today again on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, it is with great honor, great privilege, we are going to jump in the DeLorean. We are going to kick it up to 88 miles per hour, and we are going to go back to the future because this man truly is a back to the future type of moment. I remember walking into a now defunct and closed down, um, in which I can't remember the name of it, um, practice space many, many moons ago to go, go on an adventure called the and there, sitting behind the drums, was just somebody from first eye contact I understood would understand my insanity. And from there, we led personalities that were in many different types of ways to two rounds. And from what most people say, the people who actually won that year. But that's between me, you, and a hole in the wall. You got to go to a rock lot to really truly find it out. But yes, the Chess Rockwells were better than everyone else. But we won't talk about that. This man is a phenomenal musician. This man is incredible. What he did on drums, he blows out of the water on bass. I have the honor and privilege to write music with this man, to share a stage with this man. He is my brother from another mother. He is my bestie from another testy. I want you to put your hands together for the bass man from out of space, man. You love him, I love him, everybody loves Johnny Oz, brother, how you been? Hello. Oh my gosh. Um, that was a lot of wind up for an introduction, fellas. Um, I'm I'm like a rhythm section guy, so like I'm not here to impress per se. I'm 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 here to ramble with y'all about some music. Perhaps we'll talk a little bit more about soundtracks or Batman movies. I don't care, man. I'm just here to chill out. Uh, but yeah, wonderful to see y'all. Uh, easy. Uh. We have practice today, I assume. Yes, uh, we do. We, 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 we have to go to the. We, we have to go. We have to go to the penguin cave. Uh, they, yes. they'll be putting. The, and I did hear there's a slight rumor that if you pay attention on Tuesday night, you might see the penguin symbol above a certain spot. Maybe. Oh, Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Just, just look Stay around. Tuned. Keep your ears to the ground. Um, so, so what yeah. you're saying is Shane Penguin is not is, is not defunct. It is not gone. No. There was a moment, and I, I let's let, let's let's tell the story as it's a story, and you know where where it has gotten to us, um, in the good ways, you know, because this was yeah. this was a very 2023 was was the year of of pain and anguish and growth for Shane Penguin, um, in ways I don't think any of us could have ever imagined, and. Um, we appreciate them. Uh, we also hated them while we were going through them. Some of us are medicated and about to get more medicated because of them. But at the end of the day, I do think we are all at a much more amazing experience and moments because we went through the stuff together. So now there's some lyrics that I'll pen that maybe you and Kenny will be like, actually, I was there for that moment. And that moment did kind of suck. <laughs> and that was a dope moment. You know what I mean? Um, so what yeah. is the story and why why has there been the ghost of Shame Penguin after, you know, you guys, we you guys, because, you know, by the way, your singer's amazing. Your singer's amazing. I yeah, love that absolutely. guy so much. He's got control like of force. the room for sure. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> awesome. But, yeah, so you know, um, let me let me dive in a little bit, get set a little bit of the stage here, because, um, okay. yeah, like Dusty was saying, uh Easy and I met uh, in 2018 uh, in the Rock Lottery, which is basically um, that is is like a it's an Elm City institution. Uh, I want to say they've done about 10 times now. The next time is going to be this October. Um, if you are a musician and you're watching this show, if there's one thing that I recommend uh, as you take away from this is 
consider the rock lottery consider trying out for it uh you can find it on facebook pretty easily they're doing a drawing i believe at cafe nine in a couple weeks uh very beginning of october um but the way that uh it works is that you sign up to be part of this rock lottery by emailing the people in charge nancy Mm -hmm. and bill and you say hey my name is john ozoxid or whatever and i play (laughs) drums or bass or whatever and then you show up to this drawing they pull your name out of a hat and says, oh, it looks like John Ozoxid's playing drums. Now let's find a bassist, a guitarist, a singer, a keyboard player. And basically you end up being drawn into a band with, you know, uh, three to four strangers. Um, and strangers is a relative term, like totally by the time it's like, you know, by the fifth time that I was in there, like I knew somebody in every one of the Rock Lotto bands and, you know, so there's a lot of regulars here, so like, hopefully, I'll be real happy again if like this fall I join and I'm on a, a band with like Steve or Barth, um, or like actually Val. I've never been in a band with her. It'd be incredible to play music with her or with Al. Um, I I don't know if all four of those folks right. are going to be doing it this year, but yeah, um, it's great. You get a bunch of people in that have like really different musical perspectives, which is totally one of those things I could ramble about for twenty minutes. But um, it went well for us. It didn't go well enough for us that we won, which is fine. Because, like, you know, nobody's nobody's freaking playing music to win a competition. Like, that's not what you're doing it for. Um, we do it for just, like, this experiment of, like, what are we, what can we do if we have to write 20 minutes of original music in 20 minutes or in, in four weeks with, like, four strangers? Uh, so Dusty and I uh, did that for a while. And um, and we were in touch for a little bit afterward, but um, about three months after the you know the rock lotto happened, I got a, a call from Easy just saying like, "Hey man, I'm I'm, I'm starting a band, and um, just hoping you might be able to join with us. We're joining with somebody else uh, from Rock Lotto." And so I was like, "Yeah, totally," on the condition that you let me play bass because I love playing drums. I really enjoy it, but it's also not like my my main thing. It's one of those things I started when I was like twenty four uh, and had an attic that I could fit a drum kit inside. Uh, so I'm just like, "Look, I'll play drums. I'll be good enough. But if you want me to be weird out there, I'll play bass." So uh, he was like, "That's great because we already got a drummer and we already had a drummer. His name was Kenny." Uh, so we all met um, that first month or so. There was like this. I don't know. It's always really weird when a new band is starting because, like, look, cards on the table. I find bands like infinitely more interesting than like individual musical Mm -hmm. artists. Musical artists sometimes like they can be visionaries and geniuses. You got a Paul McCartney guy to play like seventeen instruments, or you know Prince or whoever, Um, and they're gonna you know they're gonna do their thing. And sometimes it's visionary and beautiful and. Like, I'm not going to argue with that. I couldn't write, you know, I couldn't write Eleanor Rigby. I couldn't write Kiss. Like, there's a bunch of songs that uh, these visionaries could do that I couldn't do. The thing about visionaries is it's still one person, right? It's all, like, the crazy mathematics and physics of music working itself, itself out inside this one person's brain. Individuals can be geniuses, but... When people get together in groups and try and create genius as a group, that's when an actual miracle happens. Because then the crazy mathematics of Easy's brain has to, you know, find a common denominator with the crazy mathematics in my brain and our drummer's brain and our guitarist's brain, etc. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, not to get too headfirst in the hippie stuff up front, <laughs> but like, you know, that creative process is really like this this element of co-creation and wanting to be part of this mm-hmm. together. Um, and then like, and so we're just doing our songs. Hey, Preston, you got it. You're raising your hand. What's up, man? Um, <laughs> it, just from everything I'm listening and just, you know, all the information that's just being exposed right now in this interview. Um, I see that chemistry was very well just between the four original individuals of the band. Am I right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that that, mm-hmm. that was kind of the thing is like, we're all bought in on like the right. idea of this band, which is like, it was weird. Like we had a stronger mm-hmm. feeling about like the, the non-musical stuff, which is yeah. weird, right? Like we all have mm-hmm. like musical opinions. They're all very different. Like 
some of us into pop punk, some of us into like art rock, et cetera. We're right. going to find a way to make it work. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, it was not like the musical concept that united us. It was this idea of like this band as a place of belonging. Mm -hmm. um, not just for us, but for the people that are there with us, right? Like we've right. all been, uh, like Dusty and Kenny and I um, have all been playing music in bands for, you know, 15 plus years, et cetera. Like, <laughs> I, like I was, I was like, um, you know, since uh, I was not planning to be on here this morning, like I had like mm -hmm. I, I got to talk you. about, and I'm like five you. weird shows thing we played or whatever. That I didn't get planned was hearing my friend Dustin's name called Dusty. It's hard <laughs> to get that in my head because another person is calling him Dusty. I never would imagine calling this man Dusty in my life. It, it, it's a first. So if well, I have different hold expressions on, on. on my face it's very hard to process this all right but dusty we'll, 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 continue i like to hear your we'll, side of the story we'll, dusty so so again we, we do rock lottery and 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 in the story context of the whole thing kind of i love how you mentioned that point yeah um so during rock lottery we already started playing together as shane playing and all of a sudden they were going to do a they, they were doing a documentary of the year we did rock lottery um, and now they needed to pull some people in for interviews. So they pulled me in for the interview, but they also, mm -hmm. because three of us were in that rock lottery, they do yeah. a little piece about Shane Penguin, you know, in this aspect. And I am horrible with names. And I, and I got interviewed with, um, with Alon at the time. Anyone who's ever been to a bar with Alon understands that by the time the cameras are rolling, you might not be all up there. You're a yeah. little altered. That's all I'm going to say. So, you know, they're starting to ask me questions about, about Shane Penguin. And, you know, they're like, hey, yeah. And then I, and I, all I could remember was, was Johnny Oz, mm -hmm. you know, and I just froze. And I said that in the aspect. And then it played, you know, the, the documentary played. And I, and I looked at John and I was like, I hope you're okay with that, you know, um, because I was actually someone who, since I was like four, I did yeah. not want to ever be called Dusty. My mom named me Dustin. <laughs> to call me Dusty. And I used to tell her that I am too mature for that yeah, name. Cause... Don't call me that name. Mm -mm. But I figured if I'm going to address, you know, uh, John from this out of place, like super comfort level, I need to be vulnerable as well and accept that as well. And it, it has actually become very freeing. And this is what you're kind of talking about in, in, that, in that writing process is this mm -hmm. beautiful yeah. give and take. You know, I know no matter what, I, I'm someone, P, you understand this, and yeah, you kind of saw it for the first time on Tuesday. You mm -hmm. know, I'm someone who kind of tries to pushes the edge as far as possible. And yeah. I need secure people around me to mm -hmm. pull me back because I'm also someone who lives in that improv aspect. And I yeah. want that, th those words to just come out of my mouth and that moment to be as real as possible because that's what the moment required. But... <laughs> You also have to look at the bigger picture and, you know, that bigger picture you're looking at, you know, it's actually um, where it's going to, to continue on through. Who's going to then be able to, yeah. you know, um, take that message in the wrong direction? How is it going to be perceived? And John is amazing with that, um, you know, and it, it was crazy to, to truly see and to understand because I really didn't get it until Live and Technicolor was released. And we released it at the beginning of the pandemic, not because we were trying to be a pandemic band. You know, we had somebody who was, was trying for that, man. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> you know, but we had someone who was politically minded said, this song has got an incredible meaning and we were already in ethos. We were already, a, we stand for everybody. We love everybody. No matter what else is going on in your world, when you were, in this room, you were with family, you were loved, you were accepted, yeah. you were seen for who you are, warts and all. Um, and we loved it, <laughs> you know. So live and technicolor yeah. drops, and then you know, this is a song that I used to joke about before the pandemic. I used to say, This is a song you want to start a riot to, right? And then the riots happened, and then I started to see on the Spotify for artists. Our song was peaking in some of these towns where the riots were ha happening. And, mm -hmm. you know, I used to say this is the type of song you want to burn a car to. 
until I realized people might be burning a car to this song. Mm. And that's terrifying. And Mm. I thank God for John every day because I can only imagine some of the stuff that I've wanted to say that right now, especially could be taken completely out of context and used to ride for the other side. And I would probably lose my mind. So thank you, John. Well, well, that's, that's kind of the thing, isn't it? Like, I feel like um, we are, we're in an era where it is hard to be warm or like we make it hard to be warm. Right. Yeah. Like I don't like, you know, nobody likes that we were having to take a break, like during the pandemic and like, especially like least of all the, like the people in the band, because that's straight up like the most practical therapy that we get on a, on a regular <laughs> basis. Um, but, um, but the thing, one, I guess, silver lining of, to, right. to the extent that we had it of like having to like, suffer the pandemic with all of y'all uh, and then like come back and play shows after that is it made us really realize like um, how important the, the communal elements of this band are uh, not just like between each other, but like the, the way in which we want our audience to feel like they are getting a hug from us when we are singing to them, you know, um, not that the song, not, not that the music is all like half easygoing or friendly. Like there's a lot of like, nasty stuff that i'm super proud of but like uh you know um we want folks to feel welcome we want folks to feel accepted and that's because like we know well you know it is it's really difficult to do that and a lot of ways uh you know that the world has sort of like tackled issues um in recent years has been such a way of like well if you're not doing this the right way then you're an idiot and it's counterproductive for you to be doing this. Like there's this generalized cynicism about like trying to do this stuff um, in the right way, Uh, which I, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of bands and a lot of individuals generally, it just sort of gets folks to shut down and get a little bit more cynical themselves and just say, okay, you know what? Done with doing songs that have causes and meanings and stuff like that, because it's just not worth it if people are going to nitpick or whatever. But and it's just not worth thing. it. I don't say these letters. WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. John, continue. I apologize. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We all have to say the right <laughs> stuff at the right time. Um, exactly. But like, that's kind of the thing. If like we don't get it exactly right, like it's not a matter for us to like throw up our hands and go home. It's that like, oh, we've all learned something and now we can start practicing this a little bit better with other folks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really been kind of like the unifying energy with the band is like, look, even if you're not in the band and stuff like that, like easy is going to come into the crowd. He will accost you. Like we're not going to assault you. He might hug you, but uh, um, yeah, like we, we want folks to feel like they are at home when they at our, at our shows. And right. You know, it's been super cool that like people have been like responsive to that and and enjoying that in in recent years, and we've been having like a fair amount of success with that. Um, but we did have an issue earlier this year, um, yeah. where our uh, you know, we parted ways with our guitarist because um, mm-hmm. there was some stuff that he was doing while off stage that was making people uncomfortable, uh, and yeah. making people uncomfortable like on stage and stuff like that. Now. All this is to say is like we're all on our journey. Um, we love this guy and and we care for him very much. But because we understand that the folks who come to the shows, like it's at least as important for them to be comfortable as us. We we're just like, all right, we mutually agreed. Like, okay, so he stepped away, uh, and it took us a little while to find a guitarist. Um, I'm not going to get too far into it, but with, uh, like mm-hmm. Dusty is saying, like 2023 has been a real hard year for the rest of the band, just generally. We all got a lot of personal <laughs> stuff going on. Of course. Um, of course. But we met this, uh, we met this guy, uh, Matt. I, we've said his name. So we can, mm-hmm. we can start talking about him a little bit. We, but, we, so, uh, we showed his image too. He follows that's right. us on He's social media. He's been on our socials and all. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. But the, the interesting, well, yeah, all right. I'm I am not gonna I wanna blow up the spot. I wanna let him introduce himself to people. So okay, um right. Yeah, I like I don't know. That's 
maybe that's just like me not wanting to like make a call about like, oh, you guys need to know this about Matt the first time you see him on stage. Like, no. Um, but you want him to show himself more. I got you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You want the yeah. And 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 not only that, but but all Mm. the people need to know after hearing that entire story is this man is a good is a dope human being that the three of us want to hang out with at least four hours a week. That's cool. And we enjoy yeah. hanging out with at least four hours a week. What else you feel about him, that is for, for us to bring to you when you come out to that show and you, mm. you, you know, check for the penguin symbol over a building, you know, because <laughs> magic can happen <laughs> at any point in time. I might now buy a light now. I'm just saying, like, I might buy a fire flashlight with, and, like, have it cut out. Um, but, no, that's, that, that's the, the key <laughs> point is understand that we are all relaxed enough that we're also already writing with this man, which yes. is huge because that's a very vulnerable thing for me. Um, and mm-hmm. it's like, I, there has to be like this whole trust and comfortability that is there unless it is yeah. a spark off from jump. And, you know, we didn't really like, we sat outside for a couple of minutes. We had a little bit of a conversation, like kind of getting to know. And then we just kind of like got to work and started playing and, it's just, it's great. He's a great person. I love the way this game, I call it a game of volleyball. You know, yeah. when we play, it's a game of volleyball. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm topping it up to John, who's bumping it to Kenny, who, who's setting it, and, and, and then Matt will, will, will then spike it, or so forth and so on, different variables, those mathematical equations, as we like to say. And this is a conversation yeah. now. I look at each song as a conversation. And now this is a conversation that I really like because the everyone in the elements of the conversation have their point of view and they're just happy with them. You know, you don't have not content as per. And that's the great thing we talk about. You know, our songs are like bonsai trees. We're always <laughs> kind of trimming. It, it's true. This is what we talk about, sir. Yeah. They're always evolving, always growing, always trimming. Um, and it, there's no final form. Okay, and that's I like I think, this. Yeah, dope. I like, I like yeah. this a lot. And tell me about the final form. Tell me about the evolution. Um, you guys went through a lot, but with going through a lot, your art is gonna grow. Tell me about the future of Shane Penguin. Will we have a Shane Penguin show in Japan? John was in Japan taking great photos and stuff. <laughs> Will Easy have the ninja wardrobe on with his guitar and just entertaining the audience, the masses? What places? Have you not gone in Connecticut you know, and beyond? Will we see you guys? Let me know about the future. Oh, I heard enough about the past. Well, wow, come on. thank you, Preston. I, what a well, great thank prompt. You. But I also want to, I want to call you out on that prompt as well. Why does everyone <laughs> seem to think I'm going to have a guitar in my hand? Like this, this you Kenny never keeps know. giving you me that. You surprise people. You surprise people all the time on the stage. I hate you don't surprising like to do myself. the same thing twice. You really I don't, don't like to do the same thing. It's you true. don't. It's true. There was one time. That's that they held you back because you were going too much. They talked to you after a performance because you were too yeah. hard-headed and yeah, going that, too they, much for it. They had to stop they, you. That's how much we, you want to give your all to your shows. I'm not We lying. played a show the week before yeah. or the week after <laughs> Dusty had yeah. back surgery. Like not we even sit him days. down and be like, yeah, yeah. you cannot after. jump from Calm the stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they uh, but I needed that. Like, there's no yeah. way I would be able to be healed and because because you're like, and I went from like a two week recovery period to a six week recovery period. Mm-hmm. And for the first two weeks, I was in bed. I am not someone who likes to take any sort of like uh, pain killing narcotic or anything like that because I'm just not a fan. And after this first day, I was like, okay, maybe I need to take something stronger than a Tylenol. And you know, I doctor, you were right. Um, you know, and, and it was the surgery was was so rough. They uh, they thought they were going to keep me. Um, mm-hmm. And I like, OK, can you get my pants? I need to go. They're like, well, you got to pee for us. I was like, well, then let me get up and go use the bathroom because I'm out of here. Um, I don't want to be here. They're like, you need to heal. I was like, that's what my house is for. I am comfortable there. Sick people oh, are man. here and I don't want to be here. Um, that's kind of how I felt. Um, and then I had to play a show. It was also the 420 show. So that, that's a national holiday. It's still man. no excuse. That's still no holiday. excuse. 420, 421, 422. They were concerned about you, man. Mm-hmm. They want more when did this yes. become an intervention? 
When did this become an intervention? Uh, this is an interview. It, it's not an intervention. It's just telling it how I, it is. I, I will say. I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. Dusty uh, Easy has been way better the past like mm -hmm. several months. About yeah, like one, um, not intentionally putting himself into physically harmful situations. That's a great little survival <laughs> instinct thing to like take up. Um, and also he's been. Yeah. Much better than historically of like mm -hmm. actually sharing the pain when he's got it. Like, yeah. you know, Easy is like, look, I I know a number of dads, but he's one of the most fatherly dads that I know because <laughs> mm -hmm. he is straight up like classic like stoic dude in the sense of like I will suffer my pains. And it's just like you don't have to do that, man. <laughs> we are friends here, and like also we'll all be better if we're like openly communicating yeah. about it. So yeah, like. It took time, but like I mm -hmm. think because Easy is in such a good spot right now, like we're right. look, we're giving you some light mate, like some good natured ribbon about that, that old time, uh, Easy. But yeah. you know, you really are doing a lot better, and that was a big part of like how mm -hmm. we have like this um, creatively safe space for for Matt to drop mm -hmm. into. Like we were doing mm -hmm. weird stuff at practice. Like you were playing guitar, I was playing guitar, I was playing synthesizer. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, it was just like some weird stuff happening, and that's cool. Like, that's actually where where we can be going. Like, the thing that right. excites me <laughs> for, like, what's next for Shane Penguin is, like, yeah, of course, there's a ton of other places we want to play. We got to play Bridgeport again. We got to mm. go, but we got to go to New London. We got to go back to Waterbury. We got to yeah. start playing Hartford. We got to start playing. I would love to play Boston. I would love to play Springfield a couple more times gotta get into the city we gotta play providence like we know this stuff is on the list <laughs> um, course, but it's not just that it's also like what we do musically right mm -hmm. like i am so glad that we've ended up in a spot where like i hate when you're in a if if you're ever in a band and somebody can say oh they sound just like one band right yeah like if you're ripping off mm -hmm. one band you need to rip off more bands, right? And like, <laughs> we're not in a position where people are like, y'all sound like X, Y, Z, right? Right. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean that we're not like taking a lot of like direct inspiration from a lot of folks. It's just that like, I want us to be copying from not 50 bands, but from a thousand. Like, mm -hmm. let's do our Tears for Fears song. Let's do a yes. song that sounds like the fall, you know? Like, let's, let's get creepy and let's get romantic. And, and you know, let's, Let's get out there and weird some people out um, in a welcoming and, and, fashion. <laughs> yeah, and, and what, what I love about uh, stuff like that is, you know, right. we're also at that point of that weirdness where I can then throw the counter lyrics to that. So, you know, right. I can say some really disturbing things in a love song <laughs> aspect, you know, in, you know, in that proper way. Or I can then, you know, say some really love songy things and super sappy things in like a heavy project because it's not supposed to be there. So people are like, huh? I'm a big fan of the huh. And a lot of it also is trying to get that huh live for me. Dude, uh, all right, Preston, I'm gonna jump in here because I, I recognize this space that Dusty and I are in, <laughs> E.T. and I, like we are right at the precipice of like the remainder of this hour is going to be just about what it is to play music and what different styles of music are. Ah, I'm cool and with I'm it, I'm saying, I would I'm love that conversation. Great. I am awesome. Yeah. All right, uh -huh. let's, let's freaking roll, Easy. Because <laughs> um, I, you're exactly right. That is kind of like the fun thing is like figuring out what does subversion look like for me, right? Like, um, this is the thing that is actually like interesting about music, right? Mm. Music is this language that we all speak, and there's different accents based on different genres or whatever, mm. different dialects based on the instrument that you're playing it through or whatever, but. Fundamentally, A equals 440 hertz. Like, we are hearing this stuff um, through these, like, universalized actual scientific sound wave frequencies mm -hmm. that end up, like, through <laughs> the, the, it ends up kind of being extruded through culture of, like, how do people understand a C major, C minor resolution, right? Right. Um, so now it has the cultural context, mm -hmm. but then on top of that, Dusty has the opportunity to put on sort of like this lyrical twist of like, all right, now we're looking at a triple entendre, right? Um, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Take the L. to be like, 
not to be like too uh, self-satisfied with ourselves, because I feel like mm. one of the least clever things you could do is talk about how like clever you are. But like, mm. I don't know. I do think that there is always like a little bit of pushing ourselves and, and trying to dig out like what we can in this. Like this thing that I've been saying to Matt at practice the past couple of weeks is like, when the song is finished, the song is dead. And it's just like, so do not treat it as finished at any point. Like, however your hands are falling onto the chord, consider a different voicing for it. However your part sits behind, you know, the bass and the drums or whatever, see if there's a crack in there that you want it to fill. Uh, right. And mm -hmm. yeah, that is like a fun little investigation for us. Oh. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, it's super awesome too. And, and I love how, how you really did phrase that because... It is, it's, it is what that moment kind of requires and, and, and trying to capture that moment. And for me, you know, I, I love to play the psychological game of, of life, period. You know, I find, you know, if you can hit someone with those weird entendres, just in normal everyday life is fun mm -hmm. for me. But what I really dig about how we write is like, I write to make myself pop and I perform to make the three of them pop. And, and what pop is for, for those who aren't wrestling fans, a, a pop is when people cheer, um, when something really incredible happens and people cheer. And I try to make the other three cheer at some point in time. It is it is amazing in practice when I can make Kenny crack up hysterically and not drop the beat. Um, I love doing that. Or when it's done, when we're we're done with a jam or done with a uh, a song uh, run through, John goes, "Hey, Dusty, I really like what you're doing there. I like that." And just go about the day or to see Matt just look up and not be so within of what songs am I playing right now and sharing in that moment. Those are the most incredible things. Those are the, the moments that get me through the, the next seven days mm -hmm. because you yeah. know life is so planned out and life is so this is where it is. But for four hours, I get to go on this incredible journey with three other human beings and that really seems to be what has connected with what we do. Um, we've been called yeah. punk rock. We've been nominated for a New England Music Award for Best Punk Act. Um, mm -hmm. But a lot of the punk people be like, they're not really punk, because we're not. That's we kind have, of the thing. Have, I don't think we are yeah. the best punk act. We're a good act. We're really good. But like, yeah, if you think yeah. of us as punk, like, that's just one lens, right? Um, right. Damn, I'm glad you said that that way, though, Easy, because like, I think a good piece of advice for anybody that wants to start a band is, is try and find musicians that you want to impress. Yeah. yeah. And where do you classify yourself as a genre of music? Uh, this is a question for both of you. <laughs> if you don't say yourself punk and you experiment with different <sighs> stuff and you're not afraid to push the envelope when it comes to your creativity, what do you consider? Is, is it just rock, but you put a little other elements into it? Is it alternative? Is it more than alternative? Tell me. I hate this, uh, man. I hate this question. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you finally have the opportunity to, to address this question? Because, look, we only have to wait for him to say the, the letters one more time, and then we've got a couple more minutes after that. No one's going to tell us we can't continue to talk about this until the end of the show. That's true. So That's true. technically, <laughs> we're holding you hostage now. Most, most times, what we have to be quick, you have 15 seconds, it's a sound bite, and go. We're going to stretch this sound bite. We are going to Miles Davis, Thelonious Monk, this sound bite. Oh. And for the next 45 minutes, we're going to play a single note. So go ahead, sir. Uh, oh, oh, me. Okay. Um, yeah. I right. to like that. Uh, I, don't know, man. <laughs> I really thought coming. you were like winding it up for like a yeah, I thought so too. I thought we were going to get some knowledge. <laughs> and then he just ten. gives you the alley you. I like to be I'm more Scotty Pippen than I am mm. Michael Jordan. I am. I am more Scotty Pippen than I, I, than I, I am. I think Michael that's Jordan. fair. Yeah. That yeah, says a lot um, coming from a singer. <laughs> does, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So genre labels are yeah. bad nowadays. Okay. Band names are bad. Genre labels are bad. But like indie, that doesn't mean anything, but it describes us. Punk, that mm. doesn't really mean anything other than anti-establishment. I guess that descri describes us, right? Like, yeah. um, 
pop music? What the heck is pop music? It's just stuff that has a snare on the two and four. Well, that's us. Um, <laughs> rock music is like guitar and distortion focused. Well, we do that on almost all of our songs. Um, so, yeah, you know what? I would say that it is... <clears throat> It is noise rock for people that uh, enjoy being at home with others. I don't know. I don't know. What was? Why would you come to me with this? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, I guess that was that was amazing. Um, again, it, it, genres are pointless. Genres are meaningless. And really, at, at the end of the day, I think I just lost myself. At the end of the day, they. Um, they don't necessarily fit where they're supposed to, okay? And it was really just so it could be marketed out, marketed properly and marginalized mm -hmm. as much as possible. You know, right. all music itself, if it's been popular, if it has sold mm -hmm. a certain amount of records, guess what? Your pop music. I don't care if you're Norwegian death metal and, and burning churches while you're playing. If your song had a million plus streams, guess what, homie? You pop music. Let's be real. Your music was popular. And I'm sure that broke so many black and shattered hearts, but I'm okay with that. If you have any hate mail, please feel free to send it to Prestige because I don't care. WNHA 103.5 FM New Haven. Send me all the mail. Go ahead, easy. Yeah. So, I just got to step in here. Like, this is, mm -hmm. I love this because we get asked this question all the time. And the yeah. last three times we've got we have to answer for three minutes before i remember like the actual answer that i give which is <laughs> mm -hmm. we don't sound musically like other bands but ideologically there are a couple other popular bands right now that are doing something similar to the feeling we want people to get when they listen to our music or they go to our shows to name those bands turnstile is one of them which is you know they're like a like a punk band that is kind of like a not up with life, but like they're generally positive punk. Like they're trying to they're trying to handle their stuff. And um and Isles, who are quite a bit angrier and quite a bit heavier, but they're also like mm -hmm. grappling on the real stuff from this perspective of we're in it together. So I would say Turnstile and Idols are for me maybe the the top two of like, yeah, we're kind of like them. And I, I ideology wise, I can actually say to even two smaller acts or more closer local acts that I'm actually wearing right now, the co-defendants and keep flying, you know, where it is, yeah. you know, we're processing this all together. You know, we, we have, we, we are a community. I, I love, you know, we, we were a name. How did you say that, man? We, we were a name that became a band. Oh yeah. We, that, it yeah. started off as a band name. Uh, but then like shame penguin was no longer a brand name. Now it's a brand. But now it's grown and it's not a brand anymore. It's an ethos. Mm. Yeah. You know, because wow. cause it really is a matter of, you know, I, I personally write what I know. Um, I'm a big fan of being as honest as possible. I've stayed on the show all the time. Bob Dylan once state, stated, if you, you know, are going to be an outlaw, you better be honest. I can convey on stage exactly how i felt the moment that i was inspired to write that note to write that song to write that lyric i can be brought back to that pain and give that out as a performance to me everything boils down to performance you know i not saying that like one of the good ways to go for me would be like having that pinnacle like freddie mercury like you know a million wembley stadium thing and then just as the last note happens, I just drop. Like that, that is that is Valhalla to me. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of people like, you have problems. I already told you I was medicated, okay? So obviously I have problems. But you know, this is, it's just been such an incredible um, experience and, and to do that now, Prestige has actually started to see where this is starting to boil and bubble into my everyday life where I'm, I'm giving less and less um, flux capacitors. Right than 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 i was before um where we went last week we went to a uh last week we had a good we had a good week we had a good cultural week last week Pete, high five. Yeah, we um we went to the uh never-ending books uh open uh, mic surgery which happens every tuesday nice. um and you have yeah. it's like three minutes to give any type of poetic performance 
uh, out there possible. Uh, Brian Embers uh, runs it. Was was really um, our our good 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 friend Karen Ponzio uh, performed on that as well. We've had both of them on the show, um, and I went up and I, I performed a complete improv piece, and blew out the water too. I, yeah, <laughs> you know, complete improv piece, and I went in. Um, to the point where I sit back down and, and how long have you been working on that? I was like, yo, I just, I just did that. Um, <laughs> and he's like, no, that's not true. There's no way, you know? Um, and then yeah. I, I did a piece about why I can't meditate because it's too loud in my head. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I acted it out. Um, and this, uh, meditation instructor came up to me and was like, your piece was amazing. I actually teach meditation and I totally get everything that you're saying. Like, uh, when did you write that? I was like, I didn't, that was all improv. And he goes, no spit. Cause we're on the radio. Um, I can't do that. I couldn't just cut loose like that. And that's to me somewhere I always want to be. It's what I love. Like when we are jamming something out and I run real quick over to record it, it's cause I just did something myself that I want to try to capture again. Cause it was so beautiful. And in the moment I, I personally feel, and, and again, we'll get a little hippie with it, but I personally feel the song is out there. I just have to connect with it. You know, the, the lyrics will tell me what that, that, that voice of this song is supposed to be, what it's supposed to, what, and what it's not supposed to be. Um, you know, I, there's been songs like the song, uh, I, I think that we're going to be playing at the end of the thing. Um, it has meaning, but doesn't have meaning. And a lot of it came from conversation we had in the practice space. John would say a cool line. Tristan uh, you know, would say a cool line. Kenny wasn't even there. I think it was just the three of us that, that, that first time. And I just started penning things down. And, you know, like you guys had the conversation that became the song. Um, so I, I think that is something that's incredible. And, and when you are so comfortable where you can be super vulnerable. And this is why picking your bandmates are so, 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 so important. Because these are people you want to be able to be with even when you're at your most vulnerable and you don't want to be around anybody and you don't want to show anybody that super. And this is me talking stoic dude who's like, no, um, it is these moments that I've been able to be vulnerable that gets me through to that following. Me. You know, um, music is mental health for me, you know, and, and, and music has done so much for me. That's why I fight so hard in practice to try to put some of the best stuff out there because I'm just trying to give back to music, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, P, I know we're getting a little bit closer to the top of the hour. Can I start talking about stuff we have to promote and what we're going to be doing next? Oh, yeah, please, please do. Um, yeah, but I just got one more question just before all that. Yes, um, yeah, go for it. All you guys have amazing music videos. Is it a group effort or has been there a video where it was just an individual idea that everybody agreed with? Because Live and Technical is one of my favorite Shane Penguin videos with the anime just going back and forth. And it just goes well with the with the song. And then you transition to like other ideas, um, like the hive. That's what we're gonna play at the end yeah. of the show. Um, that was just completely out the box. So just tell me what just the idea and just what goes inside everybody's minds when it comes to music videos. And then you you can go ahead go on your spiel. So we're really lucky that like we've had like a, a couple people come to us with a vision for our videos, yeah. which is awesome. And like that's, oh, that's another awesome. like really that's nice cool. validation for like the music that you're creating is that people hear it and they see yeah. images in their head, like, hey, that's cool. Um, but you know, uh so so like the first music video we ever had was actually an AMV, an anime music video, mm -hmm. which you know, if you're in the know, like that's a thing that's existed for a long time. And it was so cool to enter that pantheon of like yeah. bands that have AMVs, just like I feel like there were a million like Lincoln Park AMVs like in the aughts mm -hmm. but like uh, huge big ups to Zach Anderson who's a local oh. uh, like musician who put that together because uh, he was inspired by the song which is awesome um, and then uh, yeah we worked with a couple awesome local uh, artists for the Hive video uh, you know our our, uh, guitar our former guitarist Tristan was starring mm -hmm. in that along with Pax Headroom who's a local drag performer but uh, Dustin can mm -hmm. you tell a little more about that well, see, and, and that's what, what's really, again, it goes back to 
making your everyone else you know everyone else in the band pop you know i had a conversation with, with zach anderson talking about it and i saw there was also another market out there by doing these AMVs, and i'm not looking at it as per global i was like oh there's a conference there's a convention there's a convention category enough people like this that if you throw your name onto this and it's done really well I like to be around people that create good art, great art. And I like to be able to say, hey, we have this artistic statement. Do you want to put your spin on this artistic statement? And some say yes, and some say no. Both are the right answer. You know, so like I, I love everybody that same type of way. You know, I don't play favorites, except for John and Kenny, because you're all my favorites. Um, but, you know, I, you know we've had we've had that that great luck and then of course uh we got the flipio photo doing the lyric videos and that's really more the push of it needs to like the the notes we always give give her is it needs to be entertaining on the screen the entire time there has to be movement that's pretty much all you know the, the notes that we've given we've given some like structure aspects um but yeah. every concept has been has been knocked out of the park um and then even you know, the live and technicolor video Zach was able to do, uh, uh, Rich the uh, Michelle, we had, you know, we had the idea because I have twins. Um, I was like, how can I make this work where I tell the narrative story, you know? So I was able to have this where one was playing me in the past and one was playing me in the future. And we were able to tell a story of a video that to this day, people still hit me up and be like, why? You're trying to make a grown man cry. Um, you That's know, the so. one. That's the yeah. one. Like, e Easy is not named it yet. Fall of the Mountain King is like, that's the music video that, like, I watch it once a year and it does make me cry every time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's real. It's really something, man. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's really awesome. Everybody did yeah. such a great job. Yeah. That, that was, you know, and then with the Hive, look, again, People know me. I'm controversial, I, 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 but I live it. There's been such this, this negative backlash on the drag community. I wanted Shame Penguin's name to be right with the drag community saying, we support you. We love you. You all want to hang out. I'll even paint my nails and face. Let's go giddy up. Like, let's have fun together because I love you for who you are. Hopefully you love me for who I am. So, you know, being able to hook up with, with Pax, I was that was one of the things that I like fought fought for. I was like, no, nope, yeah, gotta happen. And it, you know, and these when I say fight, it's just mention it three or four times in the conversation. Like, this is the one piece I'm firm on, guys. Everything else don't care. Um, you know, plus to be able to have that our last music video as that uh, thing at the state house is forever. Like, we are now forever immortalized in the state house aspect of it and, and, and everyone knows who's listening to the show how much the state house means to me i'm actually trying to find a fine point tattoo artist to do the logo of the state house right here you know nice. um, yeah it's time it's time so any tattoo artist that can do that please hit me up john uh what do you think, <laughs> so here's here's a couple things y'all should uh keep on the eye out for with uh with shane penguin um one, we're working on some new songs, which is awesome. We're going to be doing some new stuff with them. We got some new effects. Like, frick, who knows, man? Um, we also have an album that's, like, basically 90% of the way there. We have a new guitarist who may uh, have some input on that album. And freaking who knows? Like, we've ha added some fun instruments to it. There's a theremin solo on there. There's, like, a stylophone solo on there. Who knows? Maybe we'll add some other synths or stuff. Um... And then third is uh, we're going to have to start playing some gigs with our new guitarist. And we don't know when exactly they're going to be or what exactly they're going to be. But, like, for starters, maybe we'll try and hit up, like, a, an open mic night. Like, maybe sometime a Tuesday night, perhaps even tomorrow. Yeah. Perhaps somewhere that has a Tuesday night oh, wow. open mic on Crown Street. There you go. Who knows? On Crown Street. Who knows? Maybe there's Haven. somewhere on Crown Street in New Haven, Connecticut, where there there's go. an open mic on Tuesday, and you might be able to see us. But again, we're not trying to promote anything about that yet. No. We're just no. wanting to play a couple open mics before we start yeah. booking shows. 
And I want to play this song, The Hive, on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues is in the building. John, thank you for being our Steve Martin, and I'm glad to have you anytime for a backup. You have been great and exceptional. Thank you so much, brother. I'm gonna see myself out. 